0: Mom Girl Pod coming to you from Mom Girl Blog. Today we have yet another very special guest, a dear friend of mine, Miss Shay. I'm so excited to have you on our
1: podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. I want you to introduce yourself. That's why I didn't go too deep and um, tell us a little about who you are
1: and what you do. My name is Shay Smith. I am a wife and a mother of two kids. Um, almost two and a half and almost six months. So little ones, very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work with beauty counter and I've been with them for just about six years. And I've recently launched a podcast and, um, <laughs> website called the clean fix. You can see everything at the Um, and basically I help people make healthier choices, build healthier habits and systems in their life in a way that's very sustainable to their lifestyle and keeps them sane. But moving forward in a positive direction.
0: Love that. Now I know that you and I kind of connected when I joined Beauty Counter three years ago Um, and we met in Texas and we kind of, we jived together on the whole production broadcast avenue of sorts and just have always kind of leaned on each other and collaborated um, on many facets. And so I'm really excited, number one, that I will be able to get to be featured on your podcast. And I wanted to have you here as well, um, because I think that um, you have just a wealth of knowledge to share. And I love following you on Instagram, at The Clean (laughs) Fix, right?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: (laughs) And so um, mainly I wanted to have you on here. And I know we kind of talked a little bit about it beforehand, but... You've always been somebody which I can't even see this about you. I feel like you're super open minded, but you've always Mm -hmm. been someone who you say has been set in their ways and um, that you had sort of this sort of light bulb moment about change and like change for yourself and your future. And so I want you to just dive a little bit deeper into that because I think for many people, especially right now, they're looking for ways to always better themselves. I, for one, am, you know, a junkie of. Self improvement, and um, so I would love to for you to tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny to hear you say that you don't see that in me because I think a lot of times, you know, the idea of being set in your ways is something that feels counterintuitive to even say about yourself. And really, when I was taking a look at it, I wouldn't have said I was so confident in what I was doing or so um, fixated on something, but it was just this pursuit. And mindset that once I set out to do something, that's how it had to be. I was someone who didn't really feel like I could make big changes because of the commitments that I had made or the goals that I had set. And this had start this, this started at a very young age. This wasn't something that, you know, something happened in my life. And then all of a sudden it was just kind of how I was wired. And mm-hmm. I felt like if I stood for something, I had to stand for it. And even on the, you know, smaller scales. So it wasn't until I was much older and really in my career as a TV producer, which is like you said, how we connected over the production. And I found Beauty Counter. It was something that was not on my radar and I learned about the education side of it and really made impact. And so I thought, you know, I'm not buying healthy organic stuff. It wasn't something I was interested in, but I can make a change. I could switch out a product that's going to cause me less harm. And really it was finding those little things that just tweaked my habits a little bit. Mm -hmm. They were small, they were simple. At the beginning they had little effect on my life, even though I knew it was something I was supposed to be doing, but it really led to bigger things down the line. Like what? Well, like (laughs) leaving a career, a successful career in television Mm -hmm. to pursue something that I felt really passionate about, which was this clean living helping Mm -hmm. people make these simple choices. And um, it sounds ironic, you know, coming out of my mouth that way. But I think so often the things that we've struggled with become passions and become opportunities for us to serve other people.
0: Yeah. I love that. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I very much in the same way in the sense of like, once I start something, if I, if I switch or I pivot or I change, I almost, it almost feels as if I'm quitting mm-hmm. and I don't Absolutely. want people to feel that way. It's not that you're quitting. It's that you're growing. And I think if you just change that mindset of like, the wording that you use and the way that you speak to yourself and the judgment that you put on yourself, that that speaks volumes more than anything else. And so I love that you were able to kind of like see that opportunity and take it, although you were still not sure coming from a place of like, I don't, you know, I have commitments and I can't change. So I love that. What is some advice that you would give to someone who hasn't necessarily been open to change or... You know, how they can be open to it with their children. I mean, I feel like my children emulate a lot of what I do. And I sometimes I'll look at them and I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe that just came out of your mouth. Right.
1: (laughs) And then these little mirrors are walking around. You're like, oh yeah. And I'm
0: like, okay, I must say that a lot. So (laughs) (laughs) talk to me about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's again starting small and starting with yourself because, like you said, these kids are gonna mirror us and Mm -hmm. the biggest impact we can make is by modeling the behavior that we want them to have. Right. And so by posturing myself as someone who can change and in this specific setting, you know, just being willing to let go of things that aren't serving us, you know, it's not, you know, our strengths overplayed or our weaknesses so often. And mine is being relentless, which it serves really well. In certain lights but if i take it too far it's just gonna harm us it's not going to be the most mm-hmm. loving thing and so mm-hmm. the best way i can you know help these kids is really to show them what it's like to change your mind and to own it and sometimes that's easier than other times sometimes mm-hmm. it's taking a lot of reflection on you know um surrendering our pride and oh. that's hard to do as a mom especially Amen. with our kids in life <laughs> right but with our yeah. kids you have to say hey I didn't do that right. Let's try again. Yeah.
0: I love that. And I think even with in light of everything, kind of the way our culture is these days too, I think it's about being open to educating yourself and not always feeling like you're, you know, you know what you're doing or you're always right or taking Mm -hmm. it personally. You know, I think like if you can set that aside and say, you know what, maybe I took that a little bit too personally, or this has nothing to do with me, but it's more so about, um, Being able to teach your children right from wrong in many instances, even when it comes to changing the way that you feel about a certain person, or um, even if it means changing the way you feel um, about a certain thing that's going on, I think it's about pivoting and -hmm. then sharing that with your children and um, using it as a learning tool.
1: Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of freedom in that too. I think this idea that we need to be perfect is something that I would imagine many moms listening are also Mm -hmm. struggle with like myself. And it really can, we can untie some of those, those tethers, you know, if we're focusing on education, focusing on looking to others for who are experts in different areas, it really allows us to lean on the education and expertise of other people, you know, and so we can say, look, this is, this has been proven, you know, we can't be, perfect and experts in all these different areas. And so I think showing our kids that they don't have to either, that they can reach out for help. They can seek advice and counsel from people who know more.
0: Right. It's so funny that you even said that perfectionist because I'm reading Brene Brown, Dare to Lead, Mm -hmm. which is a great resource. And we'll talk about some of your favorite resources in just a second. But um, the chapter I'm on is all about perfectionism. And I know that I suffer from that. I know Mm -hmm. I want to be the person that has all the right answers, that does all the right things, that sets the example, that is the example for my children, for my people, for my friends. And like that she is saying, and it kind of has been this light bulb moment for me is almost a form of, um, like covering up anxieties or, you know, feeling like you have to be everything to everyone. And that is not the case. Like it's almost the opposite. Like if you're that way, it closes you off to so many more other opportunities.
1: Absolutely. And I think, you know, as you're raising kids, it it can build up over time, right? You know, it starts when they're a little newborn baby where you really are all everything to them. And then they start to grow and ask questions. And as these things are happening, it feels like you have to be, have all the answers, right? And it's not an overnight thing, right? Neither is a lot of the changes that we can make is again, just kind of going back and chipping away at those smaller things.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I'm pulling this up. I actually took a screenshot of it.
1: <laughs> Love it.
0: Because I, ta- I was reading it last night. And I'm like, this is so good. I have to screenshot it because I have to like just read it over and over again when I'm like, I was reading it before I went to bed. Perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels this primary thought. If I look perfect and I do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of blame, judgment, and shame. It's self-destructive simply because perfection does not exist. So I love that. Um, what are some of your favorite resources? If you have any, that you want to share with us on that, on just like the ability to,
1: you know, to dare to change. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, Brene Brown, you said it, I mean, she's, you know, amazing Mm -hmm. about, you know, sharing vulnerability. And I think that has a huge place in our role as mothers. Um, but like you said, that quote is is scary because then you're open to not being perfect and that can be very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it, if you change your mindset with, being afraid of being com- uncomfortable, just remember that there's always going to be growing pains, you know, when you nice. change, and it's okay. Um, a book cool. that I just finished was called The Leader Habit by Martin Lanick. It's a great resource for anybody who deals with other people. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily just parenting or just leadership. It's got great, short, simple practices that you can do. They're little tweaks, they're little changes. It'll help your mindset, help you approach people. And manage people. Love and then that. the podcast, um, the podcast Second Life is really great. To me, it just serves as a reminder that some of these big uh powerhouses in business change. They change businesses. They start new things. Um right. they, they may or may not have been successful at their first endeavor. They have a new passion, whatever it is, and they still live to tell the tale. And to me, as someone Sold. who just is so, you know, <laughs> just huh, people can do it. And you know, pick your pick your stories within that podcast. But that's another great one as well.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm gonna have to go listen to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So in light of recent events, and obviously with everything going on um, between COVID and um, this racial injustice, obviously, um, I would be, you know, remiss if I didn't at least bring it up. What do you feel like some of the best practices you're going to take with you and implement moving forward? I know for myself, I'll start it off so that it's not just, (laughs) you know, all eyes on you, but I know for me, I want to obviously educate myself in order to change um, many ways, especially I'm always trying to figure out how to educate my kids on being inclusive. I know for myself, it's about educating and just Myself being educated, I can always learn when it, even when it comes to just any subject matter, it's about being open-minded, educating, and then teaching your children the same and kind of passing that down and, and sharing with your children, the things that you learn so that, um, you know, we can all move forward, kind of all just coming from a place of love.
1: Absolutely. I think education is the best place to start, you know, being willing to say, I don't know everything about this. It's going to teach them that they don't, that's not the expectation and it is really not going to happen that you know other people's experiences no matter what the topic, but especially in this topic. I think showing that you are pursuing information is a, a great place to start. And I think showing and modeling the idea that we have to be open to other people's stories I mean, I happen to love people's stories as it is, um, in and out of this situation, but especially when things get uncomfortable, we have to look at the people that know what they're talking about in order to learn, because same is true as other things. We only know what we know and what our experience has been, and it's up to us to reach out. And we have to be looking to people who are experts in their field, experts in their experience, experts in what's going on. And I think that's that coupled with education and finding, you know, important resources, are going to be the way that we can teach our kids. This is how you tackle something that you don't already know about. This is how you approach it and it's more than just reading a book, it's more than just posting something. It is about the community because mm-hmm. it takes communities, it takes people to make a change
0: and to create movements. I love that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um it's been such a pleasure chatting with you. I hope that whoever is listening has taken some notes about just being open-minded to change, whatever that may be and whatever that may look like for you in your life currently. You know, We don't have all the answers, but we love being this platform for you um, just to listen to and just to spark some of that movement in your brain. Um, Is there anything else that you want to add today, Shay?
1: I would just say start small. You can absolutely do this. Just build up those wins and just keep moving forward. You've got it. You've got this.
0: I love that. All right. Well, thank you again thank so you. much. And um, we'll chat again soon. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you go like, subscribe, and share it with people that you know and love. You can find us on iTunes uh, under Mom Girl Pod and also on SoundCloud. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at Brianna D. Andrea. And uh, you can also find us on momgirlblog.com. Until next time.